You're listening to AIB Market Talk with our latest financial market update. Hello and welcome to our AIB Weekly Market Talk. Today is Tuesday, the 2nd of February. My name is Cormac Canan from AIB Treasury and I'm joined today by Oliver Mangan, AIB Chief Economist, to discuss the latest market developments. Oli, uh, the IMF uh, released a major report last week uh, looking at the economic outlook over the next two years. Can you tell us a bit more about it? Yeah, the IMF certainly published a a relatively positive assessment on the economic outlook over the next two years. Now, a a lot of it rests on non-economic factors, really, in particular the the rollout of vaccines. But the IMF has pointed out that since its last review of the world economy, the recovery in activity in the second half of last year was stronger than expected. And we had a very strong bounce back in, in um, the third quarter. And that was largely sustained in the fourth quarter, despite the second wave to the virus. So as a result, the better than expected performance in the latter half of last year means a stronger starting point for the world economy in 2021. The, the other thing they pointed out was there's additional supports coming the way of economies from on the fiscal side in particular. And we see in Japan, they've noticed the plans from the Biden administration, the states, to provide a major fiscal stimulus to the U.S. economy. So there's a big upper provision to the uh, growth prospects for the U.S. economy. Uh, now, it does acknowledge that the surge in infections in the past couple of months and the you know the renewed lockdowns means that it will be a, a softer start of the year and certainly in most economies we could see a decline in output in the first quarter. But as vaccines are rolled out, the IMF expects the world economy to pick up momentum. So it actually increased its forecast for global growth this year from uh, to five and a half percent and is forecasting growth in 2022 of 4.2%. They're, they're strong growth forecasts. But uh, you know, the IMF is saying that it's looking for what are called a vaccine-powered strengthening of activity as 2021 progresses, and that those vaccines as they're rolled out would form the basis for this you know, robust and a sustained recovery in economic activity over the next couple of years. So the vaccines are key in this regard. And last week we had good news that two more pharma companies had positive results in clinical trials. Uh, and they'll be uh, rolling out their vaccines uh, within a number of months to join the three companies we have there already in Western economies. So, uh, and, and more companies have vaccines uh, undergoing trials. So certainly about the second half of the year, there's an expectation that there'll be a, you know, a large-scale rollout of vaccines underway, that a lot of the restrictions that are in place will have unwound at that stage in terms of impacting economic activity, particularly the services sector. And that we will see on that basis, uh, you know, a strong recovery take root uh, as the year progresses. Thanks, Ali. Um, we have a busy economic calendar this week. Uh, highlights include uh, the, the Eurozone quarter four 2020 GDP uh, report today and also Thursday's Bank of England uh, first policy meeting of the year. What should we expect, Ali? Yeah, so the main events this week are firstly, uh, as the IMF reference there, stronger performance by economies in the um, in the closing quarter of the year. We saw the US economy register a growth rate of, of 4% annualised. Uh, the indications, we have data as far as November in terms of GDP from the UK, and it's likely that output may have increased in the UK as well in the final quarter. And uh, we're getting Eurozone GDP figures uh, this week. Now, 
we've had some figures from Spain and France and Germany and they turned out to be stronger than expected. So the expectation was that we could see a significant decline in GDP in quarter four in the Eurozone. But when th those data are actually published, that may well not materialise. It could be quite a modest decline in GDP. Uh, so that ties into the assessment we have from the uh, IMF of a stronger finish than expected uh, to the year uh, in 2020. Uh, so those data will help verify that. As you say, we've had a couple of central bank meetings, two or three in the last fortnight. We had the ECB, we had the Fed last week, there was no change to policy. Uh, the Bank of England meets on Thursday. Uh, and again, even though the economy has been hit hard by a third lockdown, a full lockdown in the UK, the, the I suppose they've made good progress there in terms of the role of the vaccine. So the expectation is we will see a strong recovery take root in the UK uh, over the course of the year. So on that basis, the Bank of England may hold fire. Now, the, their interest rates are pitched at 0.1%. The, the markets are sort of pricing in that they might lower to uh, zero, but I don't think we'll see that on Thursday. It will be, um, I, I think, hold fire at the present time. The increase in quantitative easing program towards the end of last year, uh, and that'll run over the course of 2021. We'll get new forecasts of the Bank of England as well, so we'll see what their expectations are in terms of growth for both 2021 and 2022. But if they are in line with the IMF and expect you know, a recovery, a strong recovery to take hold in the UK economy, the likelihood is that they'll keep policy unchanged on Thursday. And then on Friday, we get one of the major economic releases of the month, which is the US employment report. And um, while the economy may have held up pretty well in the fourth quarter, the pace of job creation slowed a lot. And actually, December saw a decline in uh, non-farm payrolls in the US. The expectation is that for January, there'll be little change. Now, uh, that is a very important figure. Uh, and in the last lock, sorry, in the first lockdown last spring, which was a very extensive lo lockdown, the US labor market saw a loss of 22 million jobs. Now, to date, they have got about 12 million of them back. So we're still, in terms of the level of payrolls, are still 10 million down on where we were pre-COVID. So there's a long way for labor markets to recover. We can say the same thing about Europe as well. You know, it was a very difficult year last year in 2020. So the expectations with the, the sharp rise in COVID cases, increased restrictions, that that recovery in the labour market in the US has stalled. But again, uh, with the vaccines being rolled out there, the expectation is that as we get into the late spring, the number of cases are already falling back, the restrictions will start to lift, and a strong recovery will take place in the US. And that will spill over in terms of we'll see a renewed pickup in terms of job creation in the sector or in the economy. Thanks, Ali. Um, we've seen uh, the euro weaken against both the dollar and sterling, um, you know, over the course of January. Um, where do you see the uh, euro um, going or trading in, in the near and medium term? Yeah, well, it's been a modest weakening of the euro. I think the, the, the concerns are the rising number of new cases in, in the eurozone, in particular in relation to COVID, but also the delays in terms of the rollout of the vaccines. So you know, we know the US and the UK are well ahead of the eurozone. And as the IMF pointed out, you know, the, the rollout of the vaccines uh, and the prospects for the economy are very much tied in together. So there has been a slight weakening of the euro. Now, you wouldn't want to overstate it. I mean, the euro gained a lot of ground last year. So it's still within the trading ranges that characterised at the latter part of last year. So for sterling, you know, 88 to 92p has been the range since last May. And the euro remains within that range, although it's 
you know, back down below 89p. And in regard to the dollar, you know, there was a big move by the euro up above 120 uh, last November. It sustained that. It, it did get as high as 123. It's dropped back towards 121. So um, it's held on to most of those gains that were made in the second half of last year. So I think we may see the euro mark time here. We really need to see the pace of vaccines pick up in terms of the rollout over the next number of months uh, and evidence that a recovery is taking root in the eurozone economy to push the currency higher. So it has been a volatile week last week in, in markets, particularly in stock markets. Uh, we have this battle between day traders and hedge funds, a lot of volatility in the markets. Stock markets were down last week, but overall, I'd have to say the currency markets were relatively stable. Uh, and that's what we're likely to see going forward. I think in the next while, you know, while activities weighed down by uh, restrictions, currency markets will probably remain within the ranges that we've seen over the last number of months. It really, I think, for the renewed strengthening of the euro that markets are expecting, we need to see a pickup in the pace of economic activity to deliver that, and that's probably some months away. Oli, thank you for your thoughts, and thanks to our customers for listening. To stay up to date on financial markets, please press the subscribe button on AAB's Market Talk on the podcast apps for iOS or Android. For those customers impacted by COVID-19, you can find details of AIB support packages at www.aib.ie forward slash COVID-19. Talk to you again. Thanks for listening to the latest edition of AIB Market Talk. Allied Irish Bank's PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. First Trust Bank is a trademark of AIB Group UK PLC. Authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority. Allied Irish Bank GB and Allied Irish Bank GB Savings Direct are trademarks used under licence by AIB Group UK PLC. Authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority.